0: Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services.
1: Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. I am going to be your host for the next hour. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker-owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Mark McNamara here tonight. Uh, we are solo. How's it sound? <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, I'm yeah, <laughs> don't be nervous. Don't be don't be worried that our guest hasn't shown up. So I don't know if maybe he is stuck in traffic or Perhaps he forgot what was going on tonight, but uh, we did switch over to Wednesday nights. Hopefully, he remembers that it's Wednesday nights and not Saturday mornings. Um, I am the broker-owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. I'm here solo without Cindy Ford, who is on vacation uh, this week, but I'm really glad that you are joining me, and hopefully, you're having a good uh, little bit of a travel home tonight, and uh, the roads, hopefully, are nice and calm and cool collective. So, I have Mark McNamara with me here tonight, at least, and I have Ryan Mann in the phones. Hello, Ryan. Hey.
0: Hey, what's going on? Oh,
1: nothing much. I came in here a little fired up a little bit earlier, but that's between you and me, my friend. So, <laughs> Hey, you got you got some good energy tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I, got to, I definitely got that energy going, but we're a live radio show, so we are live here on Wednesday nights. We're loving the Wednesday nights because I get to be with Ryan every single week, and I adore our Ryan, so thank you. You do a great job. You know that? Oh, well, thanks. So do yeah. you. Oh, thank you. I try. I try my best. So 781-837-4900, um, uh, that is the number to call in if you have any questions. Tonight is your lucky night because we did have a co-host and I honestly do not know if he didn't remember. I know that um, he gets an update, you know, like what are your topics going to be, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So we were supposed to have Sean Cunning here from Sullivan, Garrity and Donnelly. Um, He is our insurance broker. He was going to be here tonight. Uh, We had some great topics. Uh, We'll just have to rearrange if maybe he's running late. I'm not sure. Uh, 781-837-4900. So perhaps Sean is on his way and he's just stuck in traffic. So if he could just give the studio a call and let us know know that would be great um So, good thing you came tonight, Mark.
0: Yeah, I guess so, huh? (laughs) I know. I was already for the insurance stuff, and now Uh, let's talk real estate. I know,
1: so let's just forget about all those insurance questions we had. But I will give Sean a plug. Uh, Sean Cunning, again, from Sullivan Garrity Donnelly. He is our insurance broker. And tonight we were going to talk, we thought it would be fun to talk about, you know, a lot of people, the weather gets nice. And what do they they start thinking about?
0: Oh, everybody wants to go out and buy a house.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they want to buy a summer house, right? Something on the beach.
0: That would be nice.
1: Yeah, close to the beach and everything. So... We have all those concerns of flood insurance and everything. So um, that's what we we're going to talk about a little bit. We we're going to talk about, you know, just primary homes versus second homes. We we're going to talk about flood insurance, vacant home coverage. So uh, we definitely, um, you know, we, we, we're missing it tonight maybe, <laughs> but we'll definitely be able to catch up with Sean. Uh, perhaps he's on his way, but perhaps we'll just have to have him in here at another time. So, um Mark, you know, another thing that we do at the office, Melissa, you know, Melissa is so fabulous. And for those of you who don't know, Mark McNamara is from McNamara Plumbing. He is my husband, so uh, he is my co-host tonight. And you hear that music. Do you know what that music means?
0: That's the traffic guy. That's
1: the traffic guy. So we have Malcolm on the air, and he's going to give us, uh, let everybody get, get everybody home nice and safe and sound. Malcolm, how's it looking out there?
2: Oh, uh, Right now, we're still dealing with some very heavy delays. Sharon, good evening to you and to your husband. Uh, right now, Expressway is all jammed up down past Andrew. Again at Granite Avenue, northbound from Braintree up to Neponset. Again, Savin' Hill up into the O'Neill Tunnel. Route 3 is a tough go down past Union Street. 128 is all tied up out of Burlington from Route 3 down through Canton. If you're heading over to the to the ball games tonight, expect big delays. Now getting over to the, the, uh, the Garden to see the Celtics or to Fenway Park to see the Red Sox. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Alka Alter in the WATD Traffic Center.
0: Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at TalkRealEstateRadio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate.
1: And we're back. Good evening to all my South sure neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Mark McNamara of McNamara Plumbing. Uh, maybe we can throw some McNamara plumbing stuff in there a little bit later. Some plumbing if anybody has any questions or concerns. Uh, regarding some of their plumbing I mean, don't say no <laughs> um, or if you have any questions in general just about real estate 781 uh, 837 as I said we have Ryan Mann in the phones tonight um, so again if you have any questions we've sort of taken a little bit this is what happens when you go live you just have to be prepared to go on for the next thing so um, if you have any questions for real estate feel free to give us a call but I do have a quick question for you Mark can you guess where America's first canal was Guess. don't look at the piece of paper I gave you
0: that
1: i don't know all right well i'm going to tell you uh where the first canal was all right so you're not going to believe this though the cut river is a small tidal creek extending through the duxbury marshlands is the site of america's first canal can you believe that
0: very interesting
1: yeah i thought that that was very interesting too so every week we have a little fun fact with uh one of the historical deeds from uh john buckley from uh he's our plymouth county register of deeds and he has these on his website and they're really uh, they're really actually quite interesting so um, if you're interested in any of that information you can uh, go to um, the website for the plymouth registry of deeds Uh, little information too in in 1636 it was ordered to boarded by the court as a boat passage made and it was an 18 foot wide and six foot deep so that's where that's what that's all about and it was a duxbury marshfield 1636 it was in plymouth county was the cut river and it was the first america's first canal it's interesting my favorite canal is the uh what's you know what it is
0: Hopefully not the Cape Cod.
1: I like the Cape Cod Canal. You don't like it. I know you don't like driving the boat through it, but I love going through there. It's very scenic. As,
0: it, it is Because you have to
1: go sort of slow, so that means I can have my glass of wine and some cheese and crackers. It's, you know what I mean? I'm not going through a bunch of waves. That's
0: perfect. <laughs> and I'm looking
2: at the
1: fuel gauge. <laughs> I know you are. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so tonight, we're going to just shift gears because um, Sean, obviously, um, hopefully he's okay. I don't know if he got stuck in traffic, but... Um, we were going to talk about insurance, but we're just going to have to shift gears today. So, do you have any questions for me about the market? Uh,
0: buyers or sellers?
1: Well, I don't know. What do you want to talk to me about? Uh, well,
0: uh, I always hear that inventory is low.
1: Mm-hmm. Why? The inventory, why is it low? Inventory right now is well. You hear me? I, I don't know if you hear it. You, what you hear is a lot of whining going on that the inventory is low. Yeah. So the inventory right now um, is very, very low um, all over. I mean, no matter where we're going, uh, whatever marketplace we are. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. I'm also a full time realtor, and I have a team uh, that works with me. Um, Mary Baker uh, works as my buyer specialist, um, and I have Melissa. Wallace, who works as my client liaison and my client specialist, uh, helping me with listings as well. So um, as a team, what we're seeing out there right now, and Mary's really having a very difficult time and a struggle a little bit, is there's not enough inventory out there, and there's a lot of buyers out there right now. So I know Dan Mann is on next week with Cindy Ford. Actually, we're not going to be here. We're going to be in Connecticut because our daughter, Casey, is getting um, an award. Uh, she's, She's getting a student achievement award. And for those, whoever, I don't know if I said it last week, but Casey chose BU Law School, so that's exciting uh, for the fall. But um, so the reason that the the problems that we're having is I had the same anxiety a little bit like in 2004, 2005, when the market was just like, you know, snap, snap, snap. And people are buying with emotions and people are buying and bidding over asking price because they really want to be the one that's chosen for these homes. So there isn't a lot of homes on the market because there's fear of where am I going to go? If I put my house on the market, well, if we put our house on the market right now, where would we go? Good question. You know what I mean? So, you know, are we right-sizing? Are we upsizing, you know, uh, downsizing? That's what I call it, Right-sizing
0: wouldn't you kind of have that in mind before you put the house on the market
1: exactly and that's where the problem is because there's nothing on the market so if you and i sat and said all right well let's think about moving to i I don't know another town i don't even know that we would ever move out of pembroke but if we were to move to another town there's no there isn't any inventory there so we would say all right well we'll wait until something comes on the market so people are waiting until something comes on the market that they can buy. But because there's such this stall in the marketplace of people waiting for things to come on the market, we're not selling our house. So we have a three-bedroom cape, right? And if we can't find... Well, we're at the, beyond the point where we would ever want a four-bedroom colonial, but let's just say you know, back yeah. 10 years ago when the kids were in high school or in grammar school and everything. If we were looking for that four-bedroom colonial... Well, nobody is selling those, so we have no place to go, which means the first-time home buyer or the person who's leaving their condo because they're, perhaps they're starting their family and they're having children and they're outgrowing that space, they can't buy our, two, our three-bedroom cape because we can't move out of our three-bedroom cape because there's nothing for us to buy. Got it. So, one of the things I went to this—I um, went to an economics class in January. The Greater Boston—I'm um, part of the Greater Boston Board as well for uh, local real estate boards—and I went to an economics mm-hmm. event that they had, and it was the chief economist for Mar, the Massachusetts Association of Realtors, was there, and he had so much history, and I love that aspect of it. First of all, I'm a little bit of a data geek; I love data, and I love the history of. How did we get to where we are? And one of the things that the economists were saying is the reason why we're in this little pocket where there isn't, there, there are not enough homes is because the, the demographic that got hit the hardest in the decline. So that was in 2010, right? Mm-hmm. When we opened Boston Connect Real Estate boy we were brave (laughs) Uh, there was no place to go but up baby you got that right um so it was you know the builders were the ones the developers were the ones that got hit the hardest so they they couldn't build everything you know everything plummeted there was no money for them to build um what a lot of builders sort of got caught in is that they had purchased some land and sorry i'm gonna sneeze Um, So they they had purchased some land, but they bought it sort of at the height. But it takes sometimes a couple of years or so to sort of develop land to get it through the engineering process. Permits, permits, roads, development, you know, (coughs) design, all of these things take a lot of time. So a lot of developers, like they sort of were stuck with some land, you know, and they didn't have anything, they couldn't build because it was just too expensive. So now we're starting to see a lot of new development coming up. Which is great. So now the people will be able, like us, where we would be able to leave our three-bedroom cape and go into a four-bedroom colonial, right? So you know, and this is for our listeners as well, too. So if you're out there and you're thinking about buying and selling a house and you're sort of worried about this and you like the town of Pembroke, I'm going to give you a little coming soon t- type of thing. This is a non-MLS uh, listing so I can talk about it. Um, I have the signs up. We have a 34-lot subdivision coming up soon, Right. Uh, The builders of this is uh, Stonebridge uh, Realty um, or Homes, and they're out of Easton. They sell a lot of homes. So, we're going to have 34 units in Pembroke. It's off of Birch Street, and we're just starting to get all the designs of the different style of houses right now. So, if you are somebody out there looking to get out of your three bedroom cape and you're looking to get into a new, you know, three bedroom or a four bedroom colonial, and we're going to have ranches as well. Which is great because first full masters seems to be a big thing right now too. Yes, I would want that. Absolutely, I know Are your knees hurting a little bit. Our yeah. stairs are sort of steep, don't you think?
0: Yeah, they're not bad, but I'm
1: well, am are sort of going the stairs. Yeah, I'm sort of um. Sometimes at night when I wake up and you know I'm I'm thirsty in the middle of the night. And when I try to push you to say, can you go get me some water? Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm always afraid I'm going to fall down those stairs. You should do something about that.
0: <laughs> so what, what, what actually is a coming soon? Um, and how does that work?
1: Yeah, well, the coming soon's has sort of been one of those things. It was sort of like a marketing trend. Um, we initially had done some of it at the very beginning. A couple of years ago, we started saying, oh, we well, coming soon to the market, just to sort of give people an idea and a head start so they could be prepared. Unfortunately, what has happened... Because of that a lot of uh, companies and agents um, were um, sort of saying that there was a coming soon and what they were hoping for is that you know people from like Zillow and Trulia, Realtor.com from all these websites would find them directly and agents and companies were trying to sell the homes on their own before releasing them out to the general public. So we're all part of the multiple listing service and we're all most of the majority of us are realtors right so we have a mm-hmm. code of ethics as you know i'm on the grievance committee for our local board here and um south shore realtors um so mls has really stifled a lot of that which is good so there's all kinds of forms and everything that you have fill out. like i just said i have a non-mls listing because my my development isn't ready yet Correct. uh to really be out there advertising and promoting yet i can talk about it now and i'm i'm more than happy to talk to real estate agents about it as well we have a list of people mm-hmm. uh real estate agents and, and people who are just coming to me directly uh, for more information and i'm more and more than happy uh to you know spread the word about this new development so the coming soon's are we'll probably start seeing less and less of them because like as an agent if i if you were looking for a home and i was your real estate agent you know you would go by a sign and it would say coming soon and then somebody would put it in mls and then i would try to make an appointment and it was marked as under agreement like 30 seconds later so um mls is great about that and and so is our board you know of ethics it's like you have to make it fair for all buyers to be able to see it not just your clients so that's why they did the coming soon's that way now
0: with the inventory being low yeah. And, you know, so you, you you get a new listing that's just happens to be a really nice house. Yeah. And then you have an open house and you get like 10 people coming through. Yeah. And you're getting, what, three and four offers on some of these properties at yeah. the moment? Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with all that?
1: Yeah. Well, we're actually getting more, actually. So um, we actually, you know, I put two new listings on last week. So my team and I, so Mary, Melissa and I... Um, put on two new listings last weekend. So one was 262 Plymouth Street in Pembroke, which is on a pond right around the corner from us. Yep, Yep, right on Stetson Pond. Pond. Beautiful pond. I love that pond. It's
0: a great little location. Isn't it? Yeah, it's very nice.
1: Yeah, I love it. You got your drone up there because we have the drone now, so we take professional photos and we have professional drone pictures and that's all the marketing that we do for our clients. So um, that is part of it too. It's, you know, all the marketing that we put into our homes, it's Mm. it's great because it really puts a, a nice light on these homes when people are looking online. So... Since inventory is so low, I really do, my heart actually sort of bleeds a little bit for some of these buyers. Um, So one of them, I'll talk about this one first, is we had several showings uh, throughout the week, and then we had the open house on Sunday, and we ended up having two offers, and I met with the clients today to go over the two offers. Um, Since I'm still in the beginning stages, I really can't tell details about them, but generally speaking, when you have um, multiple offers on a property, you're going to see it you sell at listing price or above. We're seeing a lot of escalation clauses. So an escalation clause would be I when you have multiple offers. Mm-hmm. I am going Mr. Seller, I am going to give you a thousand dollars over your highest offer not to exceed a certain amount. Does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So then would with, with that situation are you running into have to um worry about the house not appraising at that point in time so you have to keep that into consideration
1: yeah sometimes you do i mean a lot of times you have to and a lot of times the offers that we're seeing will say you know that the the sale price has to be the list the sale price has to be at or above you know the, the, the appraisal has yes. to be at or above the sale price. So we're seeing that in there. And a lot of times the the mortgage contingency is going to say that as well. So when they have a pre-approval letter, that's part of the stipulations to go along with the mortgage because the bank wants to make sure it appraises too. Right. So we have had a couple that came back. I know one of our agents in our office um, actually had um, an appraisal come back and it was lower. Um, the other thing is, is we're seeing um, some appraisers that aren't really from the area. That's the other thing too is, this this market that we're in right now is very simil- similar to how we were in 2004 and 2005. Very fast. People bidding above asking because they're buying with emotion. They really want the house. The difference is, is that the regulations that we now have in place for loans and, and mortgages and everything is different because the appraisers are... I set at a higher standard now and regulations what they have to follow mm-hmm. so it isn't like they can just say all right this is your sale price this is what your appraisal comes in at um so the underwriters are looking at these numbers the internet is so easy now for the the banks to really be doing their own research anyways you know they might say to you know the appraiser hey i noticed that this You know, your report came back, your appraisal came back. But I'm wondering, the underwriter might say, I'm wondering why you didn't use the property three houses down that sold five months ago. They can see everything now. So there's really no hiding that. So, yes, it is one of those concerns. If they're buying cash, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, But some sellers are still putting in there. So um, actually, I got uh, three houses under agreement today. So um, the one house that we have out on Gurnett um, in Plymouth, out on Gurnett Point, that's a cash offer. But they said that the sale price, the appraisal has to be at the sale price. So um, even though they're cash, they wanted that stipulation in there.
0: Is that under agreement?
1: Yeah, it's under agreement. I didn't tell you. I haven't seen you yet today. Awesome. Just think, what time did we wake up this morning? Uh,
0: 5 o'clock.
1: We woke up at 5. Rye, I got to tell you, did you go on my Facebook page? Go on my, you have to check out my Facebook page I haven't morning. checked it out yet. Yeah, go check out my Facebook page. Okay. So, if any of our listeners want to check out our Facebook page, mine is facebook.com forward slash Sha McNamara, S-H-A McNamara. Mark and I, last night before we went to bed, because we've been working a lot, it's just been very busy, so last night i felt bad for my dog my dog's just sitting there like she's just so like you know what i mean she doesn't have anyone home all day so i said hey why don't we get up at five tomorrow morning and go for a walk on peggotty beach (laughs) so we got up at 5 a.m this morning and we walked peggotty beach and we have some beautiful pictures of that sunrise it was gorgeous this morning
0: morning. yeah and i don't think uh mark was picking up poop
1: Nope. Well, I did actually once. Oh, okay. Once he did, did. clean up after the dog. Yeah, he did clean up after the dog, but um, because I put Mark wrote a little love note to me in the sand this morning, which is not very something that Mark would normally ever do. And That's he adorable, was, Mark. He, yeah.
0: It went a long way.
1: It went a long way. <laughs> yeah. But he was ahead of me with the dog, and I, like I saw him lean down, and I thought he was picking up dog poop. And then when I got up there, I was like, he wrote me a little message. So that was very sweet of you thank you well thank you i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> he's blushing <and> rye <laughs> so um so what were you talking about i don't even know I got a- so appraisals. oh the appraisals yeah
0: so do you, i mean you say some of these appraisals aren't from the area or oh, the appraisers yeah. mm. um do you find that they're coming in uh at a Correct assessed value
1: in some instances, no. I mean, you know, one of our agents, you know, Donna Bagney, who's one of our agents, she um, came in and she had told me that one of her listings didn't appraise, so she, um, you know, she appealed it and everything else, so she was able to. They, it didn't the deal fell apart basically but the difference is just to finish up and our guest came yeah, did you God no no sean. did you get stuck I'm, in I'm traffic
2: did you get my text
1: no i know i've been okay. sitting here
2: uh, Six <laughs> thirty, you said right
1: no six o'clock yes <laughs> no that's all right just sit down we're fine Six <laughs> fifteen actually is when we came on the air but we have sean i gave you a big plug sean don't worry about okay, it um just to finish up your thought, Mark, with that, with the appraisers, the reason why it's different right now is the regulation is what changed it is before a loan officer would refer the appraiser, so they could have anybody just sort of going in. Um, this time, now what happens is it goes to a third party company, and that third party company just sort of disperses. So, are you looking through your email because you don't believe me, huh? Uh, no, I'm just taking a quick peek. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if Let's you if we're wrong, then that means that we're gonna. Um we're, we're just going to have to uh, fire Melissa, no, I guess. Right. No, no, no worries. No, no, no. So we'll just keep on going. So Good. this is great. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. You know what we're going to do weather. right? We're going to go right through the commercials. We're going to go right through. Okay? So we have Sean Cunning, who is here with us tonight from Sullivan Garrity, Donnelly. And I always slur on the Garrity part, but mm-hmm. um, I told everybody a little bit of who you are but this is the first night you have been on on our night show mm-hmm. and um everybody knows you from our saturday show and you do michael McNamara 's show a lot mm-hmm. why don't you let all of our listeners know who are on their way home from work t- who you are where you service and all that good sure stuff.
2: yep so uh, yeah again my name is sean cunning with sullivan garrity insurance our office locally is in cohasset we have multiple locations around the state including The cape hyannis and we also Mm -hmm. have worcester and our main office is up in worcester but um yeah some of the things we specialize out of the Coasset office is we do high-end coastal homes we do a Mm -hmm. lot of flood insurance we do a lot of contractors and and commercial type Mm -hmm. uh, properties as well um but yeah it seems like this time of the year we're dealing a lot with people buying houses and it seems like does it seem to you that the sell cycle is getting shorter and shorter? It's yes. Like, I'm buying a house on Friday. Yeah, I'm
1: like, I'm, it's... Really? Well, that's what we're, Mark and I were just talking about, because <laughs> yeah. we had no idea what we were going to talk about. Thank God he came with me, oh. Sean. <laughs> 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 we were we were talking about... The reason why I think that's happening is inventory is just so low right now, that uh-huh. and people are just anxious to get in things. A lot of people have sold their house, and then they're renting, so then when they get in... They, well, they really want to get into their new house, so mm-hmm. they're selling quickly and getting right in there. Yep. Um, and the loan officers are doing a great job, you know, so they're able to turn Things around right away. So, Mm -hmm. um, are you seeing this time of year um, a lot of people wanting summer homes and second homes and all that?
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm seeing a lot of people downsizing from the larger homes and buying maybe a Boston condo or a Florida Mm -hmm. condo, and then, you know, then it becomes. Condos are tricky, as you know, with insurance and all that. you got the master policy versus the individual policy.
1: Do you have to review the master policy before you can do it? Yeah,
2: we always do, especially if we have time, um, which we always really require, because if it doesn't go well, Mm -hmm. we'll find out down the road after the fact when it's too late. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of the time the condo policies cover everything all in or as built. Mm -hmm. And if the tenant does any upgrades over $1,000, then that becomes their responsibility to insure. That is the most common wording I've seen. Okay. Um, Other times, it's studs in, you're on your own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know that, um, I actually wish I could remember this, and maybe I will. Um, I had, um, somebody was telling me about the new policies that's going on with condos and something to do with the mortgage aspect of things, too, uh, because of... um, Is it because of the... I don't know if it's because of flood insurance. It's because of something, but insurance rates going up or something. I can't remember, but I will think of it. Yeah, yeah. It's Uh, specifically to do with condos, though.
2: Yeah, what I'm seeing, too, is is when somebody's buying a condo, if the mortgage company cannot get a hold of the condo docs or don't stands them, they want the insurer to actually double insure the units.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: even though the mortgage company doesn't get listed on the personal policy, because it's typically mostly contents, oftentimes we'll... You know, Mm -hmm. get them through the closing, and then we'll actually dig into it a little bit more after the closing and reduce the coverage where it should be.
1: Yeah. Because I can imagine, too, like with master insurance as well, if some of these condo developments are falling in like floodplain areas, I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. even know. Like, there's a reason I have to figure it out. I will text somebody in a second. Um, the master insurance policy goes up. Well, that means that everybody's HOA fee is going to go up. Exactly. So that could price somebody right out of the condo.
2: And we're seeing the bigger the condo complex, the larger the deductible. Yeah. Because they don't want to put in small. Claims. That's what
1: it is. It has something to do with the deductible. Yeah. That's what I remember. If
2: somebody has more than fifty units in a, a condo association, you probably got a ten or twenty five thousand deductible that you're yeah. responsible for. So if your individual unit has a claim, it's twenty five thousand. I heard another one today w- over in situate that it's a fairly new one, and they said they have a ten thousand deductible per unit, so four units were damaged, yeah, each one has its own ten thousand deductible ten
1: thousand dollars yeah so. and that's for that's for like for their own insurance policy
2: exactly Wow. A- and the reason why they do that the association does is because they don't want there's usually one or two people that don't maintain their unit as well yep. they don't replace their dishwasher, the hose of the fridge that feeds the water line you know is old, mm-hmm. and it just you know, stuff happens, and what they're trying to do is put some ownership back on the individual unit owner, so you're not penalizing the whole condo association. Yeah, yeah.
1: So was that for the master insurance, or is that for the individual insurance? The master
2: the- insurance. Now, the individual yeah. can get a policy as low as a two hundred and fifty dollars deductible.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just how much it would cost. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's exactly what they were talking about. That they're seeing higher deductibles, which is yeah. you know people have to be looking at that if they're looking at a condo now. Yeah. You know, to figure. I mean, because that could be anything could happen. I know one's in situ. Um one of our agents actually her mom lives there and the person upstairs is only there for the summer and they mm-hmm. didn't put the heat on or something. It was one of those very cold winters. Remember that a couple of years ago? Yep. And water st- pouring into her unit and the person isn't even upstairs and, and she had to she move do? out. Yeah. It happened twice.
2: And in, in Massachusetts, there's no subrogation between unit owners. It's not like you can go to her, the unit above you and say, hey, uh, it was your fault. Can you pay for this? Everybody goes to their own insurance, and you're not allowed to sue each other.
1: Oh, really? In a
2: condo association. Oh, yeah. I
1: did not know that. Uh,
2: isn't oh. that interesting?
1: Oh, I'm so glad that that popped yeah. in. I had I did <laughs> not know that.
2: Yeah. It's an anti-segregation clause huh. in most condo associations. Oh. Can, you, I think can, it's can you write, write
1: a blog about that and send it to me <laughs> so I can put it on our... Yeah. I never knew about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Sorry, I'm just uh, making my notes
2: so I remember you. and maybe a segue, this is isn't a claim. So we're seeing a lot of claims, you know, this year all the time as houses get older and pipes mm-hmm. as Mark would know. Yeah. You know, things do fail over time. And I have one in Boston right now where it's a beautiful brownstone, it's three levels high. The mm-hmm. top level, the the guy is actually getting a little senile and wow. he's leaving the water on. Dish you know, the uh-huh. it overflows the sink and it's been running for hours. And this is about the third or fourth time it's happened. So unfortunately, you know, they're going to get canceled, and they're going to end up yeah. paying, instead of 8000 a year, 16000 a year. And we're trying to figure out a solution to this.
1: So let me ask you that, though. <laughs> move
2: them down to the basement? Put <laughs> <laughs> them in a nursing home? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, move yep. them out of the top floor is for sure. So. But what, that is – I never thought about that either, though. what When people are – do you look at their age for home insurance policies? And
2: uh, in, When we're doing the commercial insurance for a condo association – you look at the demographics. Is it seasonal or secondary, or is it the primary residence? They love primary. Are the units rented? Are they occupied all year round?
1: Mm-hmm. Those are
2: the factors that go into it. And, and basically, there's a report we pull. It's called a five-year loss run report. Yeah. And it basically shows any claims throughout the,
1: mm-hmm. the
2: year. You know, and, and it's not just you know fire, theft, or vandalism or any of those type of claims. There's liability claims too, slip and yeah. falls, mm-hmm. things that you don't see. I um, know. You know. Well,
1: just for our listeners, so our listeners know you take care of uh, both our insurance for Mark yeah. and for myself. So for Boston Connect Real Estate, for McNamara Plumbing, and for us personally. Yeah. And there's so many, like, I hate to say, um, I don't have to think a lot because I know that you're thinking yeah, for me. Yeah, looking at it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, but like recently somebody, we were thinking about doing something in the office and I was really worried about having like alcohol there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're all set. Don't worry about it. You can do it. Like as, so, as long as you're not running a disco. Yeah. <laughs> I that, that was so fun. <laughs> A nightclub. A
2: nightclub, yeah. a nightclub. So long as you don't
1: have a nightclub there, you're going to be perfectly fine. So, yeah. But th- when you're looking, let me just even say, okay, so this older gentleman, let's just say. But let's just say it's a single-family home. Mm-hmm. Older people are living there. Are you thinking of it? Because I'm thinking of, what about like in-law situations? So like Cindy, who's here, you know, usually is my co-host, but she's away right now. She, um, her father-in-law lives in, in, they built an in-law on their house he forgets about the tea kettle a lot. And yep. literally, like, the it, it's all, yeah. So they've had a few type of things, nothing where it's come to a claim yet, but...
2: I know. I mean, it's covered. Stupidity is covered in insurance. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know.
2: <laughs> you know. Well, he's
1: deaf and he didn't hear the buzz. Like, yeah, he didn't he hear didn't the whistle. Hear exactly. <laughs> you know, so. so...
2: But if they put in a couple, this is a good segue into even the deductibles. Go with a high deductible, take care of the small stuff yourself, yeah. and use insurance when something big happens. Yeah, you know, I know you don't put in the, you know, thousand fifteen hundred dollars claims. It's just not worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it isn't at so. all. <laughs> I know that we had. I think that this is before we had you though. Sean was. um Remember one time you were coming into the house and you were holding like we went to get the grill before we had the grill k- hooked up to the the big propane tank, and there was a lightning storm. Remember, and it hit I the did. pole outside. Well. I want a hair. Really? Like, oh my gosh! I was so nervous. Like I thought he blew up with it, and <laughs> it hit the pole that had a transformer on it. So everything, like through the house, went like all of our electronics. We on, yeah, yeah, we lost all electronics.
0: Yeah, TVs. like yeah.
1: TVs and phones, it just fried and everything. just it just yeah. fried everything in the house. And then there was a situation where before that, it was probably like a year before that. I was um, sterilizing baby bottles, and I forgot about them, and maybe mm-hmm. they went on fire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of it. (laughs) I had a
1: clean, but you know, but the but these are real things, you know what I mean, and then they canceled us.
2: They did, okay, yeah, yeah, they did. But then once you go clean it, they call clean in three. Once you have three years cleaning, you know when you.
1: We've you been know. pretty good. Yeah, you have.
2: Since yeah. you've been with me, I don't think you've had anything.
1: Oh, we have nothing in the house. I mean, we've been drinking an awful lot of wine on Fridays yeah. and Saturdays now that we have Empty Nest, but I promise we don't like candles. And the kids
2: are off to school. <laughs> it was never a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. I
1: know. <laughs> no, and uh, Casey, actually, we are just telling our listeners, Casey um, is... Finalized, and she's going to go to BU Law School wow. in the fall. Yeah, so she graduates from Fairfield on May 21st. So that's good stuff. What about because um, you were talking about, and I don't even know that this is the direction we were going to go into, but you're talking about um, um, you know uh, second homes and everything. Yep. So what if you did buy a second home that you want to you want to enjoy yourself, but sure. you also want to rent out to sort of even out the costs? How does all yeah. that work?
2: So it, it's a great. Topic. I'm getting that a lot. The carriers are actually trying to have. They're trying to get their arms around this. People are buying. Like I have a friend who spent over a million five on a secondary house in Nantucket, Mm -hmm. and he rents it out for twenty thousand a week as a guest house and a main house. Yeah, but it's only for three months, and. One, the thing's vacant all winter. Yeah. Yeah, and two, you got transient people; it's coming and going all the time. Yeah. So the carriers never ever expected somebody spending that sort of money and renting their house weekly. Yeah. So they're trying to get their arms around it. So some carriers are okay with it. Some are not thrilled with it. Yeah. The higher the price, they probably feel the better the clientele coming. Well, that's and going. what I
1: was just going to say. I mean, when I, I, yeah. I think it would be safe to assume that it isn't going to be a bunch of Well, Who knows though? Yeah. I mean, over in Nantucket, you know what I mean? Like it could just be, you know, sure, a, a wealthy enough family with his yeah. young. Well, well, we're not renting it though. I wouldn't guess, yeah.
2: right? Well, they do. You get enough kids in there, you could rent it, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have a question, Sean. Sure. I, I mean, if we if we bought two houses, um, like we downsized or right sized, and
1: like we, yeah, like, uh, is this for real for us? <laughs> well, I was just thinking. <laughs> I, I mean, let's if, make this all about if, us. If we
0: bought a Florida home, sure. Would would you insure that, or would we have to go to yeah, a company? Yeah. So out we're of one state? of the
2: few agents that have we're licensed almost nationally across almost okay, every state. So there's a few odds and ends that aren't. Huh. Covered, But I do a lot in California. I do a oh, lot really? in Florida, a lot in the Carolinas.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I did not know that. You know that? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't? Okay. I'm shocked by all of yeah. this for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's surprising.
2: More and more people are getting second homes elsewhere and mm-hmm. having multi-homes. We have a daughter that goes to UCLA. So and do you have satellite offices in other states? Or we do. How yeah. does that work? We do. We have... Um, Yeah, one is we're licensed in other states, and we're also part of a uh, a group called AcroSure that gives us a national type footprint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which has been really nice.
1: So, your daughter, what year is your daughter? She's a freshman
2: at UCLA. No,
1: how's that going?
2: Great. She loves it. Yeah. I wish I got the in-state tuition. Oh, yeah. So the thought was, you know, do we buy something out there if one of the other kids want to go there? So yeah. I, you know, well, kick well it a lot of people
1: do it. do that. You know, yeah. um, a lot of people will just buy a condo rather than doing housing, you know, like in town and everything. The a dorms. lot of people will do that. Oh, yeah. Because we get, we actually, I get actually a lot of calls, actually, for people who want to, who send in their kids to Harvard and things, mm-hmm. um, that and they want to pay cash to buy a condo in boston you know up to seven eight hundred thousand dollars uh so their kids so they can just have it while their kids are in school
2: sure which is great yeah so
1: our daughter will be renting
2: (laughs) (laughs) They don't want that liability exposure of owning it and then (laughs) yeah
1: i know i know but
2: but we've had a you know a lot of claims i thought it'd be fun to maybe talk about some of the claim stories Mm -hmm. we've had lately Mm -hmm. Uh, one was interesting it was a um a beautiful high-end house on the water down the cape Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: it was for sale for over five million dollars well my client the neighbor saw some people looking at it with the realtor he walked across the street and said hi you know introduced himself and oh by the way we have an easement through here to use the beach and just want to make you guys aware of it well Guess what? It ruined the sale. Oh, no. My client was sued for $750,000 for ruining the sale on a $5. $5.5 million house. Oh, my gosh. So it went into arbitration. Uh, his homeowner's insurance covers it because it's actually liable or slander. You, you know, you kind of badmouth the property or you said something to ruin the sale. And it was actually covered by insurance. All wow. the defense costs, the settlement, everything. But was it a fact? It was a fact. Yeah, it was I a fact. Don't. He didn't do it on purpose. But to ruin the sale, he just wanted to make somebody aware, and, and the, the other guy was so upset about it. you know, It went into arbitration. It settled for less. Yeah. But the whole—it was still with the defense costs. It was upwards of $500,000. Oh,
1: my goodness. And he's
2: like, thank God we got the right policy in place.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this other question, too. I mean, do you see a lot of sort of just like nuisance claims because people know that people don't yeah. take the time? Because we actually have one right now yeah. that somebody's going to try to do to one of my agents. And I said to my agent, don't worry, but you did not do anything wrong. No, um, exactly. But in this situation, there was a dry cleaner next door. His client bought a condo um, in Quincy. There was a dry cleaner next door. And apparently they were dumping all the um, chemicals in the backyard. Uh, oh. How would we ever know? The place mm-hmm. is closed. I would never even ask that question anyways. Um But e- DEP came knocking on her door for an air quality test. And she's like, what's this for? And he's like, well, the guy downstairs who's part of the condo association, you know, knows. I mean, the next door, this whole situation. We were never, the seller's agent, the sellers didn't know about it. Apparently the sellers didn't know about it we the listing agent didn't know and we didn't know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the attorney actually said to my agent he's like well go after the guy downstairs he's the one that knew none of us knew and um he's like well you're supposed to do an air quality test we've never done one in any of it's just something you don't do you know
2: on a residential property
1: exactly you just don't i mean you do radon you do you could do lead you could do a regular inspection whatever and the attorney actually said to my to my agent well, the guy downstairs doesn't have any money, so we're just going to go where the money is, and we're assuming that Boston Connect Real Estate has a very oh. good E&O insurance. So when yeah. you get
2: that 93A demand letter, just hand it to me. Yeah, and I know. the carrier will assign you with it. It's, oh. it's, it's a ri- it's, it, unfortunately, it's it's a problem with our society. I mean, it, it's litigious society, and people look yeah. for any way they can get a settlement. Some people make a living off of doing this.
1: Well, and that's it's what disgusting. I think is really yeah. happening. I mean, so that's why I was just like, you know what, this is just... I told my a- agent, don't worry about it, because you didn't do exactly. anything. I mean, yeah. but I wouldn't want to fight it, because Mark had a situation one time. Same thing. It was more of a nuisance thing. The adjuster told Mark, literally, she burned a steak in the oven. That mm. you, This is nothing you did and the insurance companies sometimes feel it's easier. That doesn't seem right to me, though.
2: Well, you could string it along for on and on. They might settle for you know a small amount, 25000 Yeah. you know. Yeah. Sometimes you'll never know what happens behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had one a few years ago up in Wellesley where you know, a son and his best friend, they were male gymnasts, and they were good, and they were horse-playing around at, at nine years old, and one boy pushed the other boy off the mat, and he broke a shoulder. Um, he got sued, and they got 25000 Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah.
2: And they're still friends.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy was out of work. The
2: guy was... I mean, really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, my god. I like
2: uh, the way Britain de- or England does it. They, uh, if you lose your case in the suit, you have to pay for the other person's legal bills.
1: Well, that's how I think it should yeah. be, actually. Because I actually called an attorney is what I did first, you know, just to mm-hmm. say, like, what... And they're like, no, it's out of the scope of anything that you would normally do, you know. If they went through all of our files, we've, no one's ever had an air quality test. You yeah. know, it isn't yeah. like I did, we did everybody but her. Mm-hmm. Um, and i wouldn't even know that how would i even know about that anyways yeah. so well hopefully what that doesn't end up yeah. being anything
2: but we are seeing a lot too with kids going on the internet posting things on facebook and slander and that oh, and, and really? the suits are coming back against the parents hey you're, you know your kid said something said something bad about me your kids you know. really oh yeah they're having fun with that huh so these are the things you got to think about wow. i know you guys have an umbrella in place yeah
1: i was you know,
2: it, it's great cuz if something comes in you got a good carrier They sign your attorney and they'll respond to any type Mm -hmm. of letter and you go about your business.
1: Well, you know the situation you just talked about in, uh, I forget what you said it was, for your client um, with the bigger house there? Oh,
2: yeah, down the Cape. Down Down the Cape, Cape, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Actually, one of my agents was working as a buyer's agent and they were outside and it was in Marshfield. And while they were outside, the buyer said, The next door neighbor's there. I'm just going to see, you know, if they know what's going on with the lot next door. And they went over there and said, you know hey nice to meet you you know we have an offer in or we're putting an offer in can you tell me anything about you know what's going on in the neighborhood looks like some construction and stuff and he's like yeah well these people are moving because there's a easement like going right through their driveway to so they can use it for whatever they're building yeah so the buyer they ended up doing a lot of research on it so that's why they were moving but it was never disclosed so i don't know where that ended up but they could now that Neighbor could get sued for doing that?
2: Well, it, it, if you think about it, it's. Is it slander? Is it the truth? I mean, it, it is yeah. a fact. Yeah. You know, it, it is a fact on there. Um, well,
1: he didn't come over to them. The buyer, the potential buyer, went over to the neighbor that just happened to be outside yeah. doing his lawn. It isn't like he tried to...
2: You know, it, it could be, no matter what. It, whether, it's, you, whether it's a um, slander or not slander I mean, you're gonna, if you get the suit in the mail, it's going to be covered. Yeah. If you get the demand letter.
1: Uh, yeah. Do people complain about, you know, insurances? Like I mean, because, you know, it, we have a lot of insurances. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's... You know, even now we're talking about, like, even health insurance. like Because you don't do that, right?
2: No, we'll do large groups. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 50 or more. Yeah, that's a
1: bummer for us. Because ours just went up 32%. Oh, it's awful. But you need it. (laughs) You know know what I mean? The problem is, is if you don't have it. So,
2: you yeah. know,
1: Sean, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you uh, um, afterwards, too, because I can't believe we're coming to the end. But I do have a date in June. I'm going to see if you can take okay. that date um, just so we can get you back in here, because uh, I feel bad that uh, you thought that it was no, a little no, bit no. later. But it's Sorry. our first night here uh, with you doing a night show. Um, Before I forget, I want you to just give your name and your phone number and everything again for our listeners in case. Because you are the best of the best with um, everything that's going on, especially coastal and high-end properties. You do such a great job with all that. Thank you. Um, And you're so good to to us at Boston Connect Real Estate because I'll say, I have a client that's going to be buying in this neighborhood. And you're able to do all that. I actually have one in Martha's Vineyard, actually, that I want to... To refer to you he was going to buy something else but he wants to get another price for his in, on Martha's Vineyard right on the water can you give everyone sure your, let me your give permission? you
2: our, our office number here mm-hmm. um I'll give you my direct line it's 781-236-6101 mm-hmm. one more time uh 781-236-6101 feel free you can call any hour just leave a voicemail I'll return your call you know next business day
1: Mm -hmm. so perfect and you're located right in cohasset yeah right in cohasset village yep Yep. awesome um any last thoughts i mean i feel bad because any final thoughts for just the few seconds or for a couple minutes that we have here
2: I just think, you know, in general insurance, you probably have a, have a a bundle of money that you use towards insurance. You just mm-hmm. want to make sure that that money 's used correctly. Mm-hmm. And you're with an agent that represents a lot of carriers, so you're getting a fair shake at the market. Mm-hmm. If you've got kid drivers and a couple cars in the family like you guys, yeah. I mean, it's easy to spend 4000 a year on, on car insurance if it's not set up correctly.
1: Yeah, and that actually just recently happened to us, right, because mm-hmm. we bought um, a Jeep, and we were talking about, you know, the insurance, and I called your office, and I was just like... They're like, well, what part pol- do you want to go with? I think I have two different ones. You know what I mean, like some for the commercial and some for like yep. our household ones. And I was like, I don't know. That's up to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> you know I sell houses. Yep, <laughs> you yep. know what I mean. So if you want to know about that, yep. I can tell you. But it was it all worked out. And,
2: and um, another whole topic we could talk about uh, another time is trust. People put their house in trust, but I oh. forgot to change the insurance.
1: Oh my gosh! So
2: you got to make sure you have the trust of the insurance. Has
1: ours changed?
2: Uh, that's a good question. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be calling
1: you this week. So right. can you make a note of that to make <laughs> sure? sure? Um, Absolutely. All right. Again, you were listening to Talk Real Estate with uh, Sharon McNamara, along with Mark McNamara, who joined me. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here. Sean Cunning, uh, the best of the best when it comes to insurance. So thank you so much for thank being you. here this short time. We're going to have Sean back in, on the, um, in June, or maybe even before that, because um, he really is so great at all this. So if you have some questions for him, you can call him again at that number,
2: 781. 7- 2366101
1: Perfect. Thanks so much. Have a great night everybody. See you next week.